because you're mid and we know it it's the mid podcast your podcast for random shit geek stuff and wrestling you can listen to the podcast wherever you stream your podcast apple spotify or any podcast platform and you can also help the podcast by giving us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice you can also follow us on twitter at the mid podcast and follow us at youtube at the mid podcast you can also support the podcast by becoming a Patreon, going to patreon.com forward slash the mid podcast and pick you out a tier that fits you where you'll have access to our random shit episodes. You can also support the podcast by getting you some mid podcast gear. Head over to the and pick you out some mid-podcast gear where we have t-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, and much, much more. I am your greatest co-host ever, Catherine. Here we're the worst co-host ever. No. Brendan. <laughs> so, Brendan, it's time to get mid. For the main event. It's time to get mid with what this week? Uh, AEW from last week because it wasn't going to come out Wednesday, but they didn't get the floors done. And fucked up our whole plan. I had to sleep in the damn chair. And fucked up everything. And we were going to record yesterday, but we were both tired. I took two naps. One a 20-minute nap, then we went to Chick-fil-A. Yeah, you ain't passing up Jesus, chicken. Nope, came home, ate, and then I went to go take a nap again. And you slept and missed the first three matches of Ring of Honor's debut. I missed the first two. Oh, well, I know you missed some because I was watching it. Because I was scrolling through my phone. I was like, I know this motherfucker sent me the password and the login. And I'm going to be pissed if he did, if I can't find it because I'm going to watch his shit because I didn't want to wake you up. Because I'm a nice person. <laughs> current moment my cat is standing on the table licking my air conditioning Vader I know what he's after he's after the bird's nest that they make up in there every year instead of having spider monkeys I have spider cats these motherfuckers jump and climb on everything Hit him. Anywho. Anyhow. Wrestling news. And we have a lot of it. Yeah. You want to go first? Uh, sure. Um, we'll start with yesterday. Uh, this is from an interview with Britt Baker from the New York Post. And she said, I think the world is ready to see Mercedes Monet let out of the cage. What is she going to do now? I hope and pray that someday we see her in some capacity in AEW. And if by chance I could be in the connection to, I would be very, very for that. Your Basically, thoughts? if Mercedes comes to AEW, she's going to have to have a few with Britt Baker. Because, you know, that's just how it works. I think that would be a good match, though. I hope Mercedes beats the shit out of that bitch. Well, no, Mercedes will win, but it will be a good match. Britt gets too much hate for some fucking reason. I mean, I like Britt Baker. I, I just like Mercedes more. I I like Britt too, but yeah, I'm with you. I like Mercedes more. Yeah, I don't understand all the Britt hate. And like, I, okay, wait a minute. Let me take this back. I can understand the Britt hate from from females because the bitch is gorgeous the bitch is a doctor you know so i can understand the hate being out of jealousy Mm -hmm. but the men that hate on her it's like what she is the foundation of that women's division so of course she is going to be on the show every week because she deserves to be basically but now it's to the point where she's not wrestling every week. She's not having a promo every week. So, no. She's there, but 
But she's not doing nothing besides looking good besides Jamie Hayter. Right? Mm-hmm. But, um, I think it would be cool to see Gil Britt Baker. I can see that happening at Forbidden Door, too. I can see it happening before that. Um, let's see. What else was there? Da-da-da-da. Oh, shout out to Jade Cargill and her husband. They have a professional softball team now. Nice. So, that's cool. Uh, Where was it? Most of my stuff's just about women's wrestling today. Well, that's fine. We can discuss women's wrestling. I like women's wrestling. I like it if it's done good. I mean, some people think I hate on all women. Um. Oh, here we go. This is from Wrestling Observer. The story going around that CM Punk was going to lose to Adam Page at last year's Double or Nothing but pressured Tony Khan to change the finish is not true. Punk was always winning that match. And you knew from the beginning Punk was going to win that match. Fuck yeah. I mean, you know, I love me some TK. I'm a TK girl. But, you know, he got a hard-on for CM Punk. He wouldn't let CM Punk lose. Well, it's not that he has a hard-on for Punk. Punk, at the time, was the number one merch seller. Was the number one draw in the company. So, throw the title on him. True. And we see where that got us. Well, he got hurt. And you see where that got us. And then he came back, got hurt again. And you see where they got us. Keep going. We don't talk about the brawl now. Keep talking. But, um, yeah. So, what I'm getting is that Hangman went in to work for himself. Instead of just saying, well, yeah. Punk is the biggest thing in the company, so let me, well, Punk doesn't have to be put over, but let me lose to the guy, drop the title, and come back and get the title at a later date. But no. Hey man, drop that promo on Punk on the episode before Double or Nothing. And from there, it was a downward spiral. Uh, spiral. For Hangman. Don't you agree? Yes! She is currently walking. Around the house. But, um... My next news... Is... Commander was not under... Uh... Well, this was from... This past week's Dynamite with the... Face of the Revolution ladder match. And it had a... Luchador. By the name of Commander... And Commander was not under contract when put on this week's AEW Dynamite and is very much on WWE's radar. Commander is under contract with the Chaos promotion in Mexico and not sure how that would impact his ability to actually sign with WWE or AEW. So... Once again, uh, Luchador gets put on AEW television, and WWE is there to try and scoop him up. Hopefully, Commander Of course, that's what the Fed does. Hopefully, Commander doesn't go to the Fed. Yeah, and they'll put him in NXT with Dragon League. Oh, wait, we ain't never seen Dragon League yet, have we? No. We also haven't seen Carl Fredericks yet. But, I don't know, man. And this is my last tidbit of information for the time being. Brian Danielson had an interview today. And somebody brought up Jade Cargill. And this is what Danielson had to say. I think it would be best for her improvement to be able to go and do some other shows. 
She had expressed interest to me in being able to go to Japan and work like a tour for three months, and she would come back a completely different wrestler. I do not see where he said anything wrong. I would have her drop the TBS title and let her go do that if I was Tony Khan. And Jade's good. Oh, yeah. And she's still improving. Yeah. But you let her go to Japan and be part of one of the... Put her in stardom for three months? A stardom, TJPW. Oh, yeah. And bring her back and then let her win the AEW Women's Championship? Fuck yeah. That would be awesome. I could see TK doing that, too. If 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 Brian Danielson went to him and be like, hey, this would really imp- help her improve... He'd be like, yeah, I might be willing to do that if that's something she wanted to do. Uh-huh. But that's all the wrestling news I have. So, there was an update on uh, <clears throat> Layla Hirsch, who's been out for a while, that she is slowly making progress. I miss her. I liked her. She was all right. She's tiny. I know. She was like a tiny firecracker, man. She could whoop your ass. <laughs> uh-huh. So, I was on Twitter, just scrolling through, and I found this by someone, and they they asked a good question. It says, I have asked many times why Fed fans think every wrestler fired by Vince was wrong to go out and find a new job, and I have yet to get a satisfactory answer. Because they're not in the WWE. That's why. That's exactly why. They're not in the WWE. So they hate them. I have to save that. So. Evidently. Bala Club. Bala. My, my, my boyfriend Bala. Bala. Recently stated that. After WrestleMania 39, the Judgment Day is looking to expand. Who would you like to see added to Judgment Day? Jay White. Well, what <laughs> if he don't show up? I'm kidding. No, but um, I don't know. I I don't care. I I just don't care. Nothing on WWE has my interest. Not even Cody. Yeah, and you're a Cody Dick Rider. What the fuck? I just, it's stupid. All of it's bad. I I will say the Chad Gable and Cody Rhodes match from the other night was decent. Yeah, it was a good match. But Jesus fuck. It's horrendous. Okay, so somebody put on Twitter and asked the question, has any former WWE star actually increased their value since joining AEW? Tony Storm, Keith Lee, Swerve. John Moxley. John Moxley. Mm. Athena. Claudio. Who else? I feel like Danielson has the same. Yeah. When he. From Jumping Ship. CM Punk. FTR. Okay, you want me to move on now? I'm trying to think of who else. I think you've covered it. it Dustin Rhodes. All right, moving on. Tony Storm. You said Tony Storm. Did I? Yes. Well, I said it again. But, okay, that's about it. So, between John Moxley, Brian Danielson, Hangman Adam Page, and Cody Rhodes, do you think these four are the best babyface promo guys around today? And if not, who would you put on here? 
if Cody changed it up, then I would say Cody, but Cody's promos are T um I'm doing this for my dad. Wah. But Moxley I can agree with, Hangman I can agree with. Danielson I can agree with. I'll say Sami Zayn. Currently, it's Sami Zayn. Good answer. I like that. Hadn't thought about him. So, it was revealed that Dominic Mysterio got permission from Vicky Guerrero to emulate Eddie Guerrero within his current WWE storyline. And that is including Colin Rhea Ripley, Mama. Mommy? Mm-hmm. It, I might not like it. Like, I might not like Dom. But at least he had the audacity to ask Vicky about it. And Vicky was cool with it. Oh, speaking of Vicky Guerrero, TK's letting her contract run out. I think she doesn't want to do it anymore. No. Because she's what? She has to be She's early 50s. I was going to say, she's got to at least be my age, if not older. And so, she just is probably retiring? Maybe. So, this comes from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Saying that readers voted Ric Flair's last match as the third most disgusting promotional tactic of 2022. I I don't see the lie. Do you think Trish Stratus versus Bailey would be a dream match? No. Maybe if it was in her prime. But no. So evidently AEW has made recent tier signings, but nobody knows what they're for. What does that mean? Means they've signed people to different level of contracts, but we don't know if they're going to be on Ring of Honor or AEW. Nice. Oh. Hopefully Blake Christian got signed. I really hope Blake Christian got signed to AR. At least Ring of Honor. Blake Why Christian. am I thinking he already was? I don't think he was. I could be wrong. He hasn't got the graphic yet. Yeah. So, tell me what do you think about this rumored WrestleMania card so far? Ass. Can I at least get through the matches? (laughs) Cody versus Roman. Mid. Usos versus KO and Sammy. Mid. Charlotte versus Rhea, which I think that that match is going to be good. Bianca versus Asuka. That could be good. This match has potential to be good if they let Asuka be Asuka. Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew has a chance to be be good. good. Theory versus Cena. Mid. Logan versus Seth. Terrible and not on Seth's part. But I think that match would be the sleeper match that you think is going to be really bad but turns out maybe to be good. Logan Paul needs to be arrested for scamming people. Uh, Finn versus Edge. This could be good if they let Finn do the demon. Yeah. Dom versus Ray. No interest. Bray versus Bobby, no interest because they have fucked Bray Wyatt up so bad. And Bray Wyatt is not that fucking good of a wrestler. I don't care what you motherfuckers say. But he's a good storytelling wrestler. Fuck that shit, I'm out. I sleep through that shit. I feel bad for Bobby Lashley. I do too, and I like Bobby Lashley. Oh, everybody's favorite, Brock versus Omos. But, but Vince isn't in creative no more. <laughs> yeah, and I got some oceanfront property in Colorado I want to sell you. 
<laughs> that's not how that works. What you mean that's not how that works? There's no ocean in Colorado. Exactly. I know. I just never heard that before. Becky Lita versus Rhonda and uh, Shayna. Potential to be good? No. Don't care. Might have potential. Don't care. But that's the rumored WrestleMania card. Like, nothing on here really, really impressed me except for maybe the Gunther match. A load of ass. Besides... Besides the two women's championship matches and the Gunther match. Maybe. So, if WCW was still around in 2023, would it look like AEW? No. It would be too much WWE copy and paste. It would be way too much WWE copy and paste. So, out of these four guys, which one do you think is the best heel in wrestling right now? Roman Reigns, MJF, Samoa Joe, or Gunther? Neither. None of the above. Who do you think? Christian. But he's just come back. Yeah. He's come back. And he already dropped a great-ass promo. Yeah. But out of the four I named, I would have to go with Samoa Joe. Yeah, I would go with Samoa Joe. So, do you think AEW dodged a bullet with not signing Bray Wyatt? Oh, yeah. Or do you think it would be better if he had to come to AEW? They dodged a fucking major bullet. I like Bray, but I don't like the shit he's doing right now. Like, the stuff with The Fiend? That was great! Then they ruined it by having him be buried by Goldberg. But The Fiend was great! And now it's bad! So who would be your current top 10 AEW wrestlers that you could not miss watching on TV? Jamie Hayter, John Moxley, Adam Page, Kenny Omega, Malachi Black, uh, Ray Phoenix, Roosh, um, Darby, and. Tony Storm. Nice. I'm going to read you off a list that I found. Okay. And tell me what you think of this person's list. Tell me what you want. And I'm going to start at number 10. All right. At number 10, they have Sammy Guevara. Yeah, I can see it. Number 9, Jamie Hayter. Needs to be up higher. Number 8, Sheeta. Yeah. Number 7, Eddie Kingston. No. Number six, Wheeler, Utah. He is six is a bit high. Number five, Swerve Strickland. Yes. Number four, the Young Bucks. Yes. Number three, the Lucha Brothers. Yes. Number two, Kenny Omega. Yes. And their number one is Brian Danielson. Yeah. The only one I I can agree with that list outside of Eddie. What? You don't like Eddie Kingston, everybody's favorite tough guy? I like Eddie, but I just... Him going to Ring of Honor is better for him than being on AEW. I agree with that. So. Should I give my top ten? Yeah. In no particular order? Or should I should I order them? Whatever you want to do, mother. Number ten, Wheeler Yuta, because you know I just love me some Wheeler Wheeler Yuta. Yeah. Number nine, Tony Storm. 
Number eight, Swerve Strickland. Number seven, Brian Danielson. I just love watching technical wrestling. Number six, who have I already said? You said Yuta Danielson, Tony Storm, Swerve. The Lucha Brothers. Okay. Then the Young Bucks. Yeah. What number am I? Three or four. Kenny Omega. Okay. Claudio. Yeah. And Moxley. Okay. I'm just to the point now, I like watching Moxley just to watch him bleed so everybody will get on TV and cry about it. Mm-hmm. The, the, I mean, seriously, that's the only reason. Anything else? Yes. If you could only pick one, who would you pick? Eo Sky or Kari? Kari. Would you be in favor of a smaller WWE WrestleMania match card? I just don't give a fuck. Triple H came out and said he wanted a smaller WrestleMania card and that talent is unhappy about not being on the show. What are your thoughts? Uh, Vince is coming back. That is true. Um, here's a good topic. So, there's been a lot of people bitching about everything needs to have a fucking story in wrestling. So, I'm going to read you this story. Tweet and tell me what you think. I still don't understand the random matchup complaining when every sport sports league essentially is random matchups. Sure, it could be a team is facing off because of ranking, but still, why are we treating wrestling any different? Fair point. That is a, it's actually a fair point. But the difference is wrestling is more, I hate using this term, sports entertainment. So you write out what you're going to do. Yes, you write out the schedules year in advance for sports. But like, the storyline in sports they, uh, how do I put this? They change daily. Holy fuck. That is not something I had on my bingo card this first race weekend. But anywho, but, um, the Aaron Rodgers bullshit, we'll just use this. He went into his four-day darkness retreat because he's a little pussy and is scared to play Kirby Joseph again. So, he still doesn't know if he wants to play football or not. Make up your fucking mind, first of all. But, it's been like that for the two fuck two years. This shit's almost been going along as the bloodline story. But it's always changing. And the bloodline story has stayed the same. Because it's bad. And so is Aaron Rodgers. Point taken. So, Bailey came out and said that Mercedes needs to come back to WWE because she needs her and she was her travel partner. Uh, or, hear me out, when your contract's done... You go to Japan. Mercedes isn't going back. I don't see Mercedes going back. I don't either. Especially if Vince gets control again? Fuck no. How would you feel between a Malachi Black and Kenny Omega feud? Fun. Do you think it would be good? I said fun. 
But, I mean, just because it's fun don't mean it'll be good. If it's fun, it's good. We'll skip that because we just will. Okay, anything else? Can we break down Dynamite and Rampage now? Oh, I want to read you this and then I want your thoughts on it. So somebody said that they wanted MJ, MJF to impress Brian in the Iron Man match so much that Brian offers to join forces, promises to train and bring out the best in MJF while never pretending to care about him so it won't hurt Max when he leaves. Huh. So basically Daniel becomes a William Regal. I could see it. Yeah. You know, it's crazy how much influence Brian Danielson has on WWE SmackDown because this show is dragging. Okay, it's time to break down Dynamite Rampage. You didn't like my joke? It's time to break down Dynamite I'm not done! Yes, you are. After that one, you are. No. So, if you could get two free tickets for you and a friend... To any one of these shows, which one are you choosing? Nosebleed seats for WrestleMania. Front row Raw and SmackDown. Nosebleed seats for Forbidden Door. Or front row seats for AEW Dynamite. Nosebleeds for Forbidden Door. AE Dynamite got 64%. Nosebleeds for Forbidden Door got 27 Nosebleeds for WrestleMania got seven, and front row tickets for Raw or SmackDown got two percent of the votes. <laughs> Damn. Have we talked about Kenny Omega's contract? It's not due till November. Yes, but everybody's bitching because Tony Khan added on time because of his injury. As he should have. But when Vince does it, it's okay. But, anywho. Anywho, I think, okay. Hold on, now I gotta go to Discord. Because, you know, we got information from our... Well, keep them in your team. Our lovely favorite listener, the Bobster, who brought up some uh, information... I have to find it. Oh, Lordy. Uh, uh, I think it was over here. Sorry for the dead air. I'm trying to reply to something. Because I'm multitasking. Oh, where is it? Um... Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. It's all Brendan's fault. Y'all can blame him. Oh, I think I just found it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, well, maybe if you suck a dick, you could become a better person. It is how that works. I found it now, bitch. Get your headset back on. So we can talk about Bobby, who just sent me a tweet saying that he's mad at us. 
I have to go back and see why he's mad at us. Okay. So the other day, <clears throat> Bobby sent me a message saying that he was listening to a podcast where they were interviewing Freddie Prince Jr. And he was talking about wrestling and specifically a woman's match between Trish and Lita. And it sounded like a good match. And he asked me if I was familiar with it. So I finally got around to replying because, oh, damn. I said, yes. I said, and he goes, he also had a wrestling podcast. I didn't know he was a wrestling fan. I replied to Bobby and was like, yeah, he used to write creative for WWE a few years ago. And um, he said, you can add it to my list of topics to talk about next time you record, please. So here, Bobby, we're talking about it. And he gave me the name of his podcast. Oh, where is it? Oh, then he goes on to, Bobby goes on and says, he does a show where he interviews older wrestlers and talk about big big rivalries. And he goes, but I didn't catch the name of the show. And I was like, yes, WWE Rivals on A&E every Sunday. I have it on DVR. I just haven't watched it. And then I go, Wow. Bobby listening to other wrestling podcasts. Not sure if I should be mad or exciting you're venturing out into the wrestling world. And then he calls back and says, well, I haven't listened. I was just listening to this particular interview. I said, if it's wrestling, then I probably know and have heard of it. And he goes, well, I don't know why I wouldn't think you didn't know. I said, even when I stop watching WWE regularly, I still watch the pay-per-views. And then he goes on to say that uh, Freddie Prince Jr. begins to start talking Star Wars. And he goes, yeah, this interview has your name all over it. <laughs> so, yeah, Bobster is, like, cheating on us. I don't know how to feel about that. It's fine. We're still his favorite. I think my feelings might be a little hurt. So, I think that's all I got for now, because the other stuff we talk about will go for this coming week's wrestling event. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we're going to get into WWE from last week. AEW? Yeah, AEW, sorry. I got distracted from the towel picture of MJF. Well, stop. Um, excuse me. You don't ever tell a girl to stop looking at a half-naked-ass man, you dipshit. Mid-JF. So, we're going to start off with Orange Cassidy versus Wheeler Yuta. Don't know why this motherfucker on my TV, and I'm not talking about Wheeler. Fun match. Wheeler carried this fucking match, because Orange Cassidy's trash. It was for the All-Atlantic title. Huh? OC is not trash. You're just a hater. The match was really good because of Wheeler Yuta. They really need to get the title off of Orange Cassidy, but, you know, as long as he's riding TK's dick, it ain't gonna come off. No offense. Um. It's another person who gets too much hate. I agree. Tony Khan? Yes, he does. No, I'm talking about Orange Cassidy. I know who you're talking about. Um, Orange Cassidy extends his hand to do a handshake. So when someone extends their hand in a ring, never, never, ever, ever shake their hand. Because you know they're going to kick you in the midsection. Unless it's Ring of Honor. And you're forced to because of the Code of Honor. Yeah. Then we see Yuta showing off some good technical skills that he's learned. Uh, Orange Cassidy has an arm drag. And he uses Wheeler's own move on him, which was bullshit. Then we see Claudio come to ringside. Claudio slaps Yuda and gives him a pet to- uh, a pep talk, just like a good dad. Mm-hmm. Um, then Yuda gets back in the ring, gets a little more aggressive. I think I would like a heel Yuda. Yeah, I think they're starting to lean... I think the whole Blackpool Combat Club is going heel. Mm-hmm. Then Claudio leaves. Yuta starts beating up Orange Cassidy, which I was all for. 
Of course, Orange Cassidy gets the win. He wanted a hug. You'd have thought about it. Claudio comes down, points to the floor like, get your ass over here, goddammit. Yuta grabs his Ring of Honor title and walks off with Claudio. Fun way to kick off Dynamite. No, I had to see fucking Orange Cassidy on my goddamn motherfucking TV. Oh, eh. Then we get an Evil Uno and Hangman promo. Who the fuck cares? The only good thing about this promo was the Young Bucks tennis shoes behind Hangman. Um... We do get to see Evil Uno showing off a little bit of a fuck you hangman. Mm-hmm. Then we get a Ricky Starks promo. He comes out looking like a million bucks. I mean, girl. Mm. He is fine on them eyes. Um, says he doesn't want to rematch with Jericho, that he's moving on. And he has an open contract for a match at Revolution because, you know, you can't televise Revolution without Ricky Starks. Get it? Very true. Uh, then Judas hits. Chris comes out. Um, I think Pinhead called and wanted his spikes back because I think Jericho stole Pinhead spikes from his head and put them in his suit. Uh, Jericho goes on to say that Starks is trying to bait him into a match and that he is done with the JS when he says he is. And Starks is not on Jericho's level. Peter Avalon's music hits to answer Starks' challenge. Jericho hits him with a Judas effect on Avalon. Jericho accepts the match and gets conned into banning JAS from ringside. <laughs> promo, promo. Ricky's facial expressions during this was funny as fuck, dude. Yeah. There's some great memes going around. That little smirk at the end. He was like, he's like, I just fucking conned you, man. You're gonna get fucked up. Next, we have Lee Moriarty and Big Bill. Big Bill. Versus the Acclaim. Big Bill. Uh, we get Caster and Moriarty locking up. Caster hits the arm bar. Uh, the crowd begins to chant Scissor Zona. Scissor Zona. Very original. Very original. San Francisco. San Francisco. Please stop. Scissor Francisco? No. Uh, we see Bowens with a backbreaker on Moriarty. The acclaim trying to isolate Moriarty. I mean, you don't want to bring the big guy in the ring, so I kind of get that. Finally, Big Bill gets into the ring. He begins to beat up Max Caster. The guns come out to distract the acclaim. The match was a little better than I thought it was. I mean, it was still okay. Um, Big Bill hits Billy Gunn with a boot. Colton and Austin go down. And they begin to beat up Daddy Ass. Moriarty gets a two count on Bowens. We get a mic drop by Caster. The acclaim win. We knew the acclaim were going to win. Mm-hmm. AEW's getting a little predictable with who's going to win their matches. I'm kind of getting a little upset mm-hmm. with that. No, because for a while I really thought they were going to let Yuta win the title. Then we get a Christian Cage promo. As Christian comes out, Jack Perry attacks him. He begins beating Christian. Then he goes and gets some chairs. Um, He was going to hit Christian with a chair. Um, but he hesitates and Christian low blows him. And then Christian jump, drops Jack on the chair and then begins to slam his head into the chair. Ouch. Like, he slammed his hair, head into the chair so many times, poor Jack Perry looked like he was dazed and confused. Mm-hmm. Good movie. Early CTE. Then we get uh, Soraya versus Sky Blue. What's a fun women's match. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about Soraya. That another person who's getting too much fucking hate. I mean, it's not so much that like I hate her. I just don't know how I feel. Like, I like her, but I shouldn't like her because she's supposed to be bad. But you know, well, I've always liked her, and you've known that. Yeah, but. 
the amount of hate she gets is fucking stupid. I agree with that. Was a decent match. Sky Blue is getting a lot better. Oh, somebody said it. I'll say it when we talk about Ring of Honor. Um, Soraya begin. Uh, Soraya stomps Sky Blue outside the ring. Tony Storm hits a snap suplex behind the ref's back, and of course, you know it's everybody's stupidest ref in wrestling, Aubrey. Um. Soraya does look like she's getting ring rust off. She's looking better in the ring. Mm-hmm. Then we see Sky Blue with some offense. Sky has Soraya pinned, but of course, Tony Storm distracts the ref. I mean, I don't know what's up with Tony Storm. She need to get her shit together. She shouldn't be distracting the ref, but I mean, it's easier to do with this ref because she sucks. She's a heel. That's her job. Soraya wins by submission. Then Hater and Baker come out to the ring. Soraya and Tony Storm roll out. And then we see Storm and Soraya running up the ramp. Ruby Soho music hits. Ruby has her sights set on Hater and the title. Mm-hmm. Too bad she ain't winning. Can I say this about Tony Storm? Hmm. I think I like her better as a heel than a babyface. I can see it. Her aggressive wrestling style makes her a better heel than what it does a baby face. With her new aggressive wrestling style, I'd like to see a match with her and Athena. Because mm-hmm. they both wrestle that stiff wrestling. And then we get a Brian Danielson promo. Taz says he thinks MJF is more than capable of going 60 minutes. I mean, I'm more than capable of going 60 minutes with somebody. Says he's going to do everything to win the title. He addresses MJF saying that he hates Danielson. MJF's music hits. MJF comes out with a mix of cheers and boos. So if MJF's supposed to be a heel, why are we cheering a heel? I mean, I am because I'm a Max fan, but... Um... Max gave a decent promo this week, says he got dumped by his girl, and the crowd chants, you deserve it. I mean, that's kind of fucked up. (laughs) Uh, MJF then makes it personal to Danielson by calling out his family. MJF says he's going to give Danielson a gift, an early set of CTE, and he doesn't get the E part out before Danielson clocks him with the mic. Then rights are thrown, security tries to separate them, MJF gets away, Daniel attacks again. MJF rolls out of the ring. Daniel comes flying around the corner of the ring and lays MJF the fuck out to the point that I, like, literally thought MJF was fucking knocked out cold. (laughs) Like, he clocked him with that forearm and I thought poor MJF was seeing fucking stars. That was a fucking good sell. Uh, It was a great segment. Was a really good segment. Both promos did what they were supposed to do. Get each other to hate each other more. That's what happened. Then we get a Jamie Hater promo, your favorite. Hater says we are pissed. Says that Soraya is getting a little too big for her britches, for her liking. I mean, evidently you don't like britches because you wasn't wearing any. Um. She says that Ruby Soho is deserving of a shot to her title also. And that she wants a three-way. I mean, there are several people I'd have a three-way with too. At Revolution. And says she's going to be both of them bitches. Yep. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we discuss our Revolution predictions. Um, Then we get a Revolution Battle Royal, which is a 10, ten, is it ten tag teams in the ring. Uh-huh. Um, Chaos is an understatement. Match was really, I mean, really great teams in the match. Um, Josh Woods gets eliminated, and then all of a sudden we see crazy Mark Briscoe come running down and attacking Josh Woods. <laughs> Mark Briscoe from out of nowhere. I'm, if Mark Briscoe is chasing you, better get the fuck out of Dodge, because he's a crazy motherfucker. And I love it. 
Um, I was disappointed in this fucking match because of the win. They let Lethal and Jarrett win. What the fuck, TK? Come on. Story. I, I don't know what the fuck you got going on right now, but this was bullshit. And you no. know I love Tony Khan and think the man can do no wrong. This was wrong. This was bullshit. Well, no. Because people complain about AEW having a story. Not having stories. But when you're having, like, yeah, these tag teams aren't the greatest. But you got the Clan versus the Guns, the Clan trying to get their titles back. Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett have been trying to go after the titles. And they lost to the Acclaim the first time. So now they're going after it after it again. And well, we'll get into this past week's Battle Royal later. Did we get a House of Black promo? I can't wait for their match at Revolution, you know, because there's no storytelling behind this. Fucking idiots on the interweb. They call the Elite out, says they'll see him on Rampage. Then we get the special announcement. And this was the lowest rated segment on AEW that week. But I don't care because I got to see my man in that fine suit. Let's see Adam Cole. And then Adam Cole announces they're going to start a new show starting sometime in March called All Access. And it's basically following wrestlers around their personal shit. It's a reality show. And Adam Cole says he's going to make his return to the ring in March. So my question is, which one was most important? Adam Cole announces his in-ring date return or the reality show? Um, both. Because with the reality show, and here's the thing. TK never said it was a big announcement. He said it was an important announcement. So, that's where people were getting confused at. Well, let's stop right here. You motherfuckers on the interwebs, Twitter, um, speculate shit and build shit up, and then you're disappointed when shit doesn't happen your way. So, don't build your motherfucking shit up and then be disappointed and then blame somebody because it didn't go the way you wanted it to go. You did it last month when... You did it with the Mercedes shit. Uh Uh-huh. So. But, anyways. Let's talk about all access first. You talk about that. I got to go potty. I think it'll be good for AEW. And it... More TV time! it It means that Warner Brothers Discovery... Is happy with the way AEW is going, and with them giving AEW another show, it could be big when it comes time to discuss a new TV deal with Warner Brothers Discovery. And they're like, okay, you're making us money, so we will give you guys more TV time. And Warner Brothers Discovery is trying to go into more sporting stuff. Um, March Madness is coming up in a few weeks, so that'll be on all of the TBS, TNT, True TV, all of the Warner stuff. So, yeah. That's what I think about it. I think it's good for AEW. I think it's good for Warner Brothers Discovery. And it's going to be interesting. Yes. Yes, it is. My bladder thanks you. And now we get into the Adam Cole entering return, which I can't wait because you know it's all about the boom. Yes, you love some Adam Cole, baby. I love Adam Cole. Adam Cole, bye-bye. I wish it would have started this week so we could have got Adam Cole in the baby area. 
<laughs> funny. <laughs> it was pretty fucking funny. It was good. I liked it. <laughs> um, so we move on to our main event, Moxley versus Evil Uno. Match was really good. It was good. Um, I didn't expect Uno to be this good against Moxley. Eno com- uh, Eno. Uno coming out hot against Mox. They exchange chops. Moxley begins stomping on Uno. Um, Mox ripping at the mask of Uno. What did you think about that? Uh, He's a Roosh wannabe? No. Uno pissed off Moxley, so Moxley's gonna beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> Uno off the top with a swanton onto Moxley on the floor. Then Moxley sends Uno head first into the steps. Uno is bleeding. I put wrong guys bleeding. <laughs> Moxley gets the win, and it is his 100th win in AEW, and he is the first AEW wrestler to have 100 wins. Nice. Moxley won't release the hold. Then Silver and Reynolds come out to try to get him to release the hold. Then Claudio and Yuta come out. And then Hangman attacks Moxley with barbed wire wrapped around his hand. And we finally get Moxley bleed. I think Moxley just bleeds now just for the fuck of it because everybody bitches about it. Uh Uh-huh. It's part of his character. That's the point. He's a badass motherfucker who loves to bleed and loves to fight. And in a real fight, if you get hit hard enough, you'll fucking bleed. I bleed every month. I don't enjoy it. That. So overall, thought Dynamite was good. I thought Dynamite was awesome, except for the fucking battle royal win. That was the only thing I was pissed about. I like. I get it, but I was still pissed. I liked it more last week than this week. I'll say that. So moving on to Rampage. What would you rate Dynamite? I think I gave it a 7 out of 10 when I did my rating when I was watching Covalent TV. I'll go 7. Because it was a decent show except for the winners of that tag team battle royal. That was the only thing that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. But I don't cry because shit ain't booked the way I like it. I just didn't like it. No. So, Rampage. Rampage opens up with Super Kick Pate! Taking and Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy! United Ozzie. Empires! Ozzy open! Ozzy, Ozzy! And we get Davis and Matt starting off. Jericho mentions Papa Will. Yes, yes, Papa Will. I need Papa Will to be popping up on some AEW TV soon. Just like every week. Um, you knew it was going to be a high spot match. Davis does a double slam on the Young Bucks where he slams both Matt and Nick. Match was really good. The Young Bucks get the win. The House of Black surrounds the ring, then disappears. Uh, what's a fun match? And the House of Black in the Elite storyline advances. A tad bit. But there's no fucking story to this. I don't know why they're fighting for the trio's titles at Revolution. JD. Uh, because if you pay attention to AEW, if you pay attention to BTE, they called out the EVPs. And now. Oh, I know what that means now. What? I wrote in my notes talk about AO spot. And I was like, hey, oh, oh, I'll see open. So there was a spot in the match where um, Fletcher. I, I know what you're talking about. Was it Fletcher had Davis or Davis had Fletcher? And it looked like he was going to tombstone him. tombstone him, which he did because the Young Bucks kicked his knee out. Innovative offense. And everybody's like, I don't understand that spot. Innovative offense. What happened was he was going to flip him up his partner up onto the Young Bucks, but the Young Bucks did something and he dropped his partner. His partner ended up with his head between his knees and then one of the Young Bucks kicked the knees and he power-drived his own or tombstone his own partner. They kicked both of the knees. One had one, one had the other. 
So I don't understand why you didn't understand that spot. If you watched the fucking shit, you would understand. Because it's not in the WWE. Then we move on to our women's match featuring one Willow. Dunna. I can't. I. Willow. You need to sing test Willow. Yeah. <laughs> um. Versus one Tony Storm. Fun match. It was a very good match. You have to love Willow. You you have to. Like you, you just had to ter- root for Willow in this you're match. You're a terrible person if you don't love Willow. You just have to root for for Willow in this match. Um Tony Storm has become a fucking bitch since losing to Jamie Hader. Mm-hmm. Tony Storm's outfit was giving me heart foundation vibes. What did you say about it? What did I say? About Tony Storm's outfit and the pink in her outfit? I forgot. You said one Bobbert would like to put his penis in her pink. Oh, yeah. I did say that. And we see Willow taking it to Storm, beating her like the bully she is. Um, Willow with a hard chop to Tony Storm. Then Storm sticks her fingers in Willow's face. And begins to mount some offense. Storm sends Willow into the barricade. Tony Storm gets the win. And then Storm and Soraya were going to spray paint Willow. I mean, you cannot spray paint Willow. Right? No, if you spray paint Willow, I lose respect for you. And then Ruby Soho comes out for the save. And as Storm is going up the ramp, Hater comes out and takes out Soraya. And if I'm not mistaken, don't Brit take out Tony Storm and beat her like a bitch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was surprised that Britt Baker was beating the piss out of Tony Storm. <laughs> Treating her like the blonde bitch she is. Brunettes are better, sorry. Yeah. Then we get a Jade promo. She's asking who's next. Says she's been running through the women's division, which... It's true. So, who's next for Jade? Chris Statlander. No, no, because we don't really know when she's coming back. We cannot wait that long. I know that's what he's doing. I know that's what he's doing. She's but, coming back tomorrow. But, no. So, what's going to happen on Rampage tonight? Uh, Jade's going to cut a promo. And... She's going to be like, I want a match at Revolution. Just give me somebody. And it's Chris Stapman. But no, she can't be healthy till like this summer. Uh, so moving on. Then we get Murderbird. Murderbird's back. Everybody loves the Murderbird. I mean, Murder Hulk. Lance Archer versus the Jobber. Mm-hmm. Um, crowd loves the Murderbird. Archer needs a title run soon. Give him the All-Atlantic title. I can see it. He beats the jobber pretty easily. Then we move on to our latest and greatest new signee. One. Lights. Camera. Action. Andretti. Versus your Favorite AEW wrestler of all time. Fuck Sammy Guevara. Fuck Sammy Guevara. Good match. That's all I have to say about it. So before the match starts, we get our regular interview with the Hall of Famer Mark Henry. Daniel Garcia speaking on behalf of Sammy. Um, Garcia needs some personality, honey. You need to learn some promo class. Um, You just ain't doing it for me. The match was really good. I put Sammy's a great wrestler, but I do hate him. The crowd loves Action Andretti. Sammy tries to attack first. I put both can fly, so you're going to expect some high spots. Um, We see Action taking it to Sammy. Uh, Jericho says Action Andretti is a talented kid. Andretti deadlifts Sammy Guevara into a suplex. That little motherfucker's strong. He is. wonder if he'd be that strong in the bed. I don't want to know. I want to know. 
I wonder if his penis got that much muscle. Then Sammy mounts some offense. The crowd begins uh, chanting, Sammy sucks. Can't disagree with that. Um, We get a 450 splash off the apron by Andretti onto Sammy Guevara. Sammy gets the win. Jericho says, victory is sweet and you will never taste it. You will never taste it, you sour bastard. Talking to Tony Schiavone as he makes his way up the ramp to go celebrate with Garcia and Guevara. Does Jericho just make this shit up as he goes? Because some of the shit he says is so funny. I wouldn't be surprised. So your thoughts on Rampage? Thought was good. I did too. I, don't... I enjoyed Rampage more than I enjoyed Dynamite. I did too. And like with the Storm Willow match, I was okay with whoever won because, uh-huh. you know, I like them both. So I was cool with whoever won. So what would you rate Rampage? Uh, nine out of ten. I can see that. I think I'll go with you. Give it a nine out of ten. But, um, I enjoyed it. I did, too. It was fun last week. Yeah. But there's no storytelling to any of their shit. Yeah, continue that narrative. It's funny to watch you people cry. I'm offended by the word you people. We the people. Okay. But that's our Dynamite review. And our Rampage review. From last week. And we'll have it up from this week tomorrow. Yes. Because Revolution's on Sunday. And we'll do our Revolution predictions. Yep. Which means I've got to watch Dynamite again. Which, I mean, I ain't upset. Watch instead of the bullshit that comes on at 8 o'clock. Yeah, but Roman and Cody's supposed to be facing off. I want to see that. Good for you, I don't. But, anywho. You got some editing to do on this? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I have some editing someone could do in my pants. Anywho, goodbye. (laughs) Bye, peoples!